When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Well, like we do every week, we're going to discuss the Crips and the Bloods. Uh, it's obviously something we know a lot about. Um, <laughs> Not so affiliated. Just jump right in. I think, uh, Josh, you're probably our, our most qualified expert on this topic. So yeah, dude, not affiliated, come from the mean streets of yeah. Farmtown Fremont, so, you know, I'm pretty, <laughs> much, pretty much an expert in uh, gang and gang violence. It's kind of my whole deal. Well, if Noah's got nothing to say, we could just talk about Marvel stuff instead, which I think might be our name. I, I'm ready to prove Coach wrong by uh, talking about Morbius, but let's get that Doc uh, Moon Knight out of the way first. Yeah, let's talk about how right I am about how Moon Knight uh, is awesome, and I said it in the first week, and I feel good the path that it's still just going to be. I best. feel better about it this week. That's yeah, it's, really good. it's so good. Um, yeah. yeah. No, first off, we didn't get your opinion on the first episode. You you were all in. You feeling good? You came into this episode excited. So I came into this episode worried or excited. I came in kind of dry. I didn't like the disjointedness of the first episode as much. Um, I understand with DID and, and, and the stuff that was going on. Uh, I had a former partner who has DID, so I kind of understand that that aspect of it a lot. So I just, I was confused by really what they were trying to grasp. And they really landed this uh, week by having the alters uh, have a conversation, which doesn't happen a lot in DID, honestly. And if it does, it happens in the headspace, not much outside. But I really loved the camera work. I really loved the growing relationship between Mark and Steven and I I, I enjoy Layla so I'm, I'm very happy with where they're projecting the first episode didn't catch me but this one did Josh did I do too much oh you're definitely echoing which is pretty cool I think we all are yes this is gonna get figured out who are we echoing through that much I don't know I just Maybe that worked. All right. Well, my opinion on the second episode of Moon Knight, uh, that thing was money. Say so, yeah, right here, right now. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Based on this second episode, I'm like, this could easily make it into top tier Marvel territory for me. Like, it's already middle tier just on this episode. <laughs> so if it just keeps going on this, it's gonna. It might even get to my top Disney Plus show because I don't count the Netflix shows as Disney Plus, even though they're there now. Yeah, I, I love it too. Uh, ton of fun. Uh, Ron, who's our usual every other week co-host, is on some sort of long recruiting trip. And he actually stopped by my house this morning just to watch Moon Knight with me and then uh, continue on the road, which is why he was not able to, to join us to record today. But he watched it. He loved it. He's excited. Um, just so you don't know around this. And I feel the same way. So let's get into, into what we loved about it and all the kind of cool stuff that went on. I think my favorite part of the episode was we learned a lot of new things. So I think that's kind of the direction I want to go as we review this, is what new things did we learn? What did we feel about those new things? Um, you know, for example, we learn about Layla. We learn that, number one, she's Mark's Mark's wife. 
Yep. And two, she seems to be sort of in on it a little bit. She, you know, she was doing something. She was part of something. She knows of the whole God situation. She knew that he had the Moon Knight suit. So she's well-versed in the uh, Egyptian stuff as, as Mark is. And How Stephen is not Layla? so much. <laughs> How do we feel about Layla now that we know about her, now that we learned about it? How do we feel about that whole angle? I don't know how important she's going to be to the show. We'll see. Um, I hope this isn't like one of those characters where they're only uh, prevalent in the show and they don't make any other like references to them outside of it. For example, like a Jane Foster up until the new Thor movie or even a Pepper Potts until, you know, she started showing up in the Avengers movies. I just don't want it to be one of those characters. I'd prefer to see her do some more stuff. That's all. Well, like a Darcy where now they're only in, like, here and there. I yeah. have a feeling that's what's going to happen. Unless she, she ends up taking over Moon Knight, which is kind of what a little bit of hints we see in this episode. Spoilers, by the way. Um, that's kind of what Kanchi talks about. So unless that happens, I would bet we're going to go down the path of not getting to know her a bunch. But for this show and the six episodes we're going to get, I bet she's going to be in it a lot. Um Depending on how you define character, she's going to be one of the top three characters, unless you consider Mark and Steven separate characters, which I suppose you should. Um, she's going to be one of the more important ones. I bet she's going to be in every episode for a decent chunk of time. So I'm excited for her. I'm excited for what's going to happen with all that stuff. Noah, what do you think? I Like I said, she was one of the crowning moments of the, uh, the episode, and it was really... I like to see how Steven interacts with her, <clears throat> which makes me very intrigued on how we see Mark interact with her. Because watching Steven not know where to hold her and give her all this all these compliments that she was confused by <clears throat> really makes me intrigued by what Mark brings to the table. And just watching both of them interact, I really hope we get to see Mark interact with Steven's uh ex-co-workers because seeing the fact that they're in the same body these people view them as one person even though there are two people inside so i'm very intrigued on the relationship so you you kind of want to see interactions between the people that know steven and the people that know mark and see yeah. how that plays out okay. yeah i agree now to me uh, again that was one of the better parts of this episode so i'm excited for all this stuff i don't know how much we'll get to see of it i don't know if we'll ever even get in it back at the museum i guess it would be probably but yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for all that stuff. Layla, super air pluses. I think she's cool. I like the angle of Kanchu is like threatening to to take her over as the host. That was great writing. I don't know if that's from the comics or not because I haven't read into Moon Knight much, but the fact that he's kind of already owes the Kaiju that much already, and then now he knows that the next person would be the person he loves the most. So he's just going to continue to be Moon Knight, which I think is really what um, the god is going for here. He I, mean, I don't even know if he actually wants her. We'll I mean, I'll say exactly what it's like. It's exactly like Dr. Fate in, in the DC universe. It's exactly that. He's, he's like always threatening, well, Zaytan's always threatening to just take over the mantle. So it's it's very interesting. I love it there. I love it here. Um, the Moon Knight, you know, this this whole Avatar thing is, is dope. And I'm glad Marvel got to find a way to to weave that in. And they did it through the, the Moon Knight story. So I'm excited for all that stuff. I'm excited for Kanchu in general. Like, he's dope. He looks great. Looks uh, visually, dope. really, really cool. Like I like how 
it looks like it's a play a little bit on the Moon Knight costume, but clearly more individual. Something about bird beak skulls and like the whole uh, doctor thing, like Plague Doctor from uh, steampunk genres. It's just, it's fun to look at. Well, or from like history, I guess you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it literally <laughs> looks like. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It looks exactly like steampunk, like the whole Plague Doctor thing. That's the only reason I brought it up. But yeah, clearly, I know. I based on a bird skull. Um, no, it's very cool. It's, I love that he just doesn't have like a neck or anything, so his hip head just floats above uh, his body. Yeah, there's, like, looks like there's weird favorite. connecting like hairs or something. You could see it in a couple shots. I don't know if that was a trick of the green screen or what it was, but there was like yeah, blue like, or gray or something. Yeah, yeah that's just, what I thought too. I thought it was like his hair. Yeah, I think he's dope. I think he's intimidating, um, which is, I suppose, good for the good guy. I guess you call him. Maybe, maybe not. We'll, maybe we'll get to discuss that later, but I think he, he works as an intimidating to Steven. I think he works as being cool to us, the audience. You get to be like, oh, yeah. The guy rooting for is a total badass. So, all in all, I'm all for Count Chu as being the the kind of god that who's on our side. I love the Egyptian history mythology thing. We've hit on it a bunch of times even before the show even started, but mythology's dope it's like like it's just like original comic book stories essentially it's just awesome greats that people actually bought into back in the day so it's just fun stuff to follow and witness yeah i agree um and i again just like noah earlier i like his interactions with steven i like his interactions with mark it kind of like seems to have this working relationship with mark and he's annoyed that steven has shown up or has become some sort of issue. He always says it as if it's not like Steven came out of nowhere. Like he talks about it as if Kanchu and Mark knew about Steven even before the the agreement or like they knew about him showing up. So it's it's very weird. I'm really trying to figure out when when these personalities became split and and all that stuff. I'm fascinated by it. Yeah, DID is such an interesting thing. Um Again, uh, my my partner, she, uh, they have it. Well, my ex partner has it. So watching the changes and watching the 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 fact that they haven't brushed on it or diagnosed him with it, even though we all now know that he suffers from DID, is so intriguing. And it's this thing that like DID is very very not new, but it's always a phenomenon in the, the mental health world. That people don't really talk about. They always just thought of like, oh, they have murder. Like they thought of the movie Split, um, and just like, oh yeah, they just kind of talk to each other and they transform, and that's not it. There, there's very much uh, the fact that he's like, you have to let me take control, um, or you have to go to sleep or something like that. That's very true in the DID world. I mean, sometimes they can switch through trauma and stuff like that, but the fact that there's this almost give and take of like, hey, you both can't leave. You gotta let me. You gotta let me drive the car. So I really enjoyed that, and I really enjoy. I really hope that they dive into the actual mental illness of DID because it's even. So the whole thing is Stephen is now the host. That's why Mark and Conchu are upset. Is because Stephen is now the host, and what probably happened is something really traumatic happened when Mark was the host, and he got knocked unconscious, or he had to retreat. 
uh, from being the host of Netflix. Steven is. Now he wants that power back, and Steven's not giving it to him because he didn't know he was an author. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how they go with the with the with the dissociative disorder thing, um, especially because it's got a mythical element to it, and and who knows what you know what how they're going to use that to create any sort of explanation or if they even do. But it's definitely going to be interesting, and I think that's what's cool about this show being so self-contained, and it's just another example of Marvel being willing to expand and be different and to try new stuff so i'm excited about it yeah they're just such a titan that it's becoming more and more important to have even more representation of all not not just you know race ethnicity sexual orientation like there's mental health issues that a lot of society deals with so this is just hitting on one of those i mean obviously it's taking a fictional aspect to it but it's still at least probably nice for someone that suffers from a DID disorder to see some sort of representation of it. Yeah, not even just important, but also just the fact that they can. I think it exists. Well, exactly. Right? Like they've they've gotten big enough. Marvel is now big enough that they can do whatever they want. You know, they keep they can keep pushing boundaries, keep adding new characters that they want, and that's what you should do when you have you have the power to do things. You should do them. Um, I don't begrudge anyone who doesn't because you know business and money and blah blah. blah. I think it's exciting for this show, so they seem to be doing a good job of it, and Noah seems to like it, so that's good. Yeah. Um, Noah, I know we lost you there for a second. Are you back? Are you with us? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Uh, love Even it. Even though good. you can't see, see me, I'm still here. Don't worry. The podcast is, uh, is audio anyway, so no one... That's true. The only <laughs> people that are missing your face right now are those watching us on the Facebook group, Marvel Stuff Facebook Podcast. You yeah, should check it out, though. No, Go join that real quick. Face before. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, so let's let's continue on with some other cool things we kind of learned slash saw as we went on. Uh, we got to see another version of the suit now, and the explanation behind it. Oh my it's god, Mr. that Martin. was aces, bro. That was what probably one of my favorite parts about this whole episode. I actually laughed out loud, which I don't normally do when I watch shows. But his explanation of she said a suit, and then he just had this fancy white three piece. <laughs> I was losing my mind. I was like, why is that so funny to me right well, now? Well, the fact that he like, was like, yes, but I look good, though. Right? I look good. <laughs> I, I was curious why he had multiple costumes. I mean, we knew about the mul- multiple personality things just based on the trailer, but it seemed like the Moon Knight thing yeah, was very specific to looking the way it does, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay. So not only is there two Stephen Marks, there's also two Moon Knights, which is super fun. Yeah, and Mr. Knight in the comics... Um, if I remember the last Moon Knight that I read, Mr. Knight is a, definitely more serious. He's almost like a James Bond-esque type thing, so I do like the way that they're going about it. Yeah, it's still it's still very much plenty of Steven in control when he's Mr. Knight. Uh, his fighting, that was hilarious. That whole scene was yeah, very funny. Was so funny. Um, oh my god, I was losing my mind there too, where he's just like, you want one? You want one? <laughs> Take the coat off. Yeah, it's a little timey, old timey boxing guy. Just no, my favorite line was uh, "float like a butterfly, sting like a V." I'm Steven, spelled with a V. I'm just like, God, <laughs> dang it! <laughs> it's so stupid, but so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's just stumbling around the street like a drunk guy. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I did love the lady too. <laughs> if you have he's, he's just a fancy drunk. That's what she said. Fancy <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was all fun. Uh, I thought that the invisible fight against the Jackal probably lasted a little long when it was just him like beating up on Layla. It's like, Jackal, you think could do more work, don't you? 
Like, yeah, if that jackal wanted to kill Layla, it seems like it would have been a lot quicker of a solution than like dangling her by her ankle. He could have just turned real quick and smashed her skull in the brick wall. Or on PG thirteen, <laughs> so probably not doing that. But you know, it was another. It was at least another, it was another unique thing. They they had a unique idea. They ran with it. They made it humorous by the end. Um, then they made it badass when when Mark took back over control, which I thought was all good stuff. All aces to me. Yes, the uh, way the con- took out oh, the jackal. Ahead. I was just gonna say the way he took out the jackal. It it really even in that split second you realize that Mark is the more trained fighter mercenary because he was like he had it timed he knew where to go what to do and that was just even a small second in looking at the difference between Stephen and Mark. Yeah, yeah and you can um, tell that he still has the power as Mister Knight, but it's not quite as effective. Josh, you see well, what you don't, no, no, if you don't, if you don't know how to use it, no, I was just gonna say one the the moon things with the 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 punchy whatever they're called those things are sick. I wanted to start talking about Mark and like the stuff we learned about him in this episode, but we can uh, continue on this uh, fight for another moment or two because it was really cool. No, it, yeah, you, you're good. That's about that's all we got. We, we did learn that uh, that's how I was just gonna while we're still in the fight thing. I was thinking about how Arthur, that weird little cane we learned is how he summons these these jackals and yes. it's got a piece of um, its power. Which I guess if we get into that, we'll get too far into it right now. So yeah, you're right. Let's go with Mark. What do you like about what we learned from Mark? Uh, one, it's funny that one's American and one's British. That makes yeah. me laugh. And the the accents when just Oscar Isaac is just such a monster, man. He's How so does good. he act so good? And his accents are both totally believable. <laughs> so it's just unreal acting. That's the most. It's actually obnoxious how good the acting is because you literally. You can't even express like how impressive it is that you don't even think about the fact that he's the same guy acting as the same guy. Like it, it blows my mind to think about how effective he is at switching between the two, the two people. Um, yeah, absolutely within like one line to the next. I don't know how it's possible, but he like we've had a lot of wonderful, fantastic actors in the Marvel universe, but like he seems overqualified somehow. Which doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> there's so many other good actors, but he just he keeps knocking it out of the park here and there. Maybe it's because he's playing multiple characters and he can play off himself a bit, but it's just Ace's acting. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that anymore. But then we can start talking about Mark and his mercenary past. No, what I was going to say, because we're talking about the relationship between Mark and, and Steven, I put, I made my Facebook stash before we, uh, before we jumped on here and it was the fact that Mark and Steven is what Eddie and Venom wish they were. The relationship watching a man because Tom Hardy voices Venom. Tom Hardy is Venom in that movie. Watching a man act against himself, against someone inside of him who are trying to be one, who are trying to be a unit. I 100% believe um, I, Oscar Isaac's acting abilities over Tom Hardy's at least in the realm of two people fighting for control or fighting to be a unit. Yeah, you can tell that Sony for sure just I think they just backed down from the challenge. I think Sony just was like, yeah, we're just going to make it funny. You know, they they didn't want to try to to pull it off, which is fine. It's kind of funny. It's probably the only redeeming part of those movies. So, but, you know, it's it's definitely, like you said, it's, it's a different caliber of acting um, whether that's because of the actor's abilities or studio the choices, writing. I guess we'll never really know. But right, it's definitely impressive. And yeah, so we talked about Oscar Isaac, you know, paint, 
paint them roses. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, 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 you can take your roses. But uh, Mark Spector, he's he's a former military man, some sort of mercenary. Awesome. Layla was somehow involved with that. Also pretty cool. They've gone on adventures. I wonder if we're going to get flashbacks to that. But it kind of hinted that he did some super dark stuff. And I'm curious if that's yeah. like a frame job. In or if he really is that evil, and then the uh, the god took advantage of that. Uh, can you say kaiju? Kaiju? <laughs> How do you say his name? <laughs> the god. <laughs> it's not kaiju because that's what I keep wanting to say. It's not kaiju. Uh, kaiju. Sure, kaiju. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Was he just taking advantage of someone who was kind of at a low point where he was doing terrible things and he already felt bad about himself? Or did he somehow frame it up to where it seemed like he was doing these terrible things, but it was actually him? There's a whole conspiracy to be unwound there. But yeah. we'll see. Arthur does say that Kanchu seeks people with good moral, like strong moral compasses. So, yeah, I but are you going to believe the villain? Uh, you know, that's a good. I point. mean, he held him. Uh, what I will say about this it, it, for Arthur is he made great points just the way he's going about it as well. He. he He's a human Thanos. He is, he is a human Thanos. What he's he said a... slightly makes sense, but it's just over. It's just one step too far. I, I just don't. I don't agree with that. We'll get. We'll get to that later. We'll argue about it. I'll tell you how wrong you are. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I'll have to tell you right now. First of all, it's it's a little more like uh, it's a little more like the the Hydra from from well Winter Soldier, the whole kill people before they turn bad thing. Um, you know, one was a computer program, one's the will of a god, so I suppose there's a little more validity to I don't actually know if that's true, but I really trust. I, I'm, I'm a, like, it's like there's probably some validity to it, but he made the good point, even like experiencing the whole cult thing going on right now. They explained it to him, he's like, so you guys are just murdering children on the off chance that he does commit a crime in 30 years? Like, that's a really good point, and I'm glad he brought it up. And the villain didn't really have a true answer for it. I get the argument would be that it's not the off chance they'll do something. It's like theoretically the guarantee. Um, if you if the god like vision is actually perfect, the argument would be the obvious argument to this is that you if you take away people's free will and you only give them the opportunity to do good, then like good things aren't really good anymore and bad things aren't really bad anymore. And it's a whole it's a whole philosophical debate to be had about if you try to try to eliminate evil from the world wouldn't go over as well as uh we probably wish it would right but yeah i don't know arthur's at least a little bit interesting i think it's i think it's a I little weird that it's played out but the adding layer adding the layer that he used to be the conduit of the of the god conju. yeah conduit go conju. <laughs> and i and i i, I agree with, with no on this front that it's it's cool that amit and conju are both like seeking justice but conju obviously believes that like Doing it after a bad thing is true justice, where if you do it beforehand, you're not really ignoring justice. So I, I think that's cool that they're they're the same level, but doing the same things. They're just you know they're that one step difference. That I think Noah's talking about. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, they're both like both are both Ahmed and Kanchu are like interesting. I do like the fact that we've heard from Kanchu but not uh Ahmed. We just keep hearing Arthur talk about him. Uh talk about her. But what I really enjoyed and it was part of the scene with Arthur is the fact that Kanchu says the same thing. He's so 
readable that even though Arthur can't hear him anymore, he knows. He just, he's like, oh, he's trying, he's telling you to kill me. Like, it's just, it's Kanchu's go-to. The word yeah. for word, him saying what he was going to say right after, right before he said it was pretty much perfect as far as writing is concerned. Because it's like, okay, so, I mean, he does understand the God behind uh, this mystery that Steven's trying to uh, unravel himself. Cause he doesn't, that's the interesting thing is even though he's conscious of Mark, he doesn't have Mark's knowledge still, which is kind of a fun way to do it. Cause he's still trying to figure everything out. You know, the, what, another thing we learned because we just keep learning how big this cult is and it's, it's ever expanding. It's everywhere. Oh, it's like a whole um, city. <laughs> it just makes me, I just, it's one of those things about the Marvel cinematic universe that I, I, I deep down love is that every single movie and show there's like a different set of community that is really dangerous and it does all these things hidden and just like comic books. Are, is anybody live a normal life in the MCU? Like, does anybody work at the grocery store? Like, <laughs> this is comics, bro. Like, you have a hundred years of comic books, you can't tell the same story over and over again. So you're like, you know what? There's a Cobra Society and a Viper Society. Deal with it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's it's absolute insanity. That it's just it's just so many cults. And hundreds like of how many of people? How many dumb people uh, are there to follow all these cults that we just? The answer's keep too about? many of them, man. The answer's too many. All right, um, here's, my, here's my pitch, guys. There's a there's a couple. One of them belongs to Hydra. The other belongs to AIM, and they don't know it. So it's like a Mister and Mrs. Smith, but they're both henchmen. That's hilarious actually that's is that is so that funny. Would be very funny um i would die to watch just how funny that would be to watch the opposite just <laughs> trying to steal something yeah it was, i mean even even not even aim and hydro i think that's actually just a good idea to do mr and mrs smith but like in terms of two uh two criminals there's a way to do it for sure that'd be fun but then like you might get hit with the copyright <laughs> by noah yeah probably noah oh yeah i hit you hard Come at you. Noah already filed this with the state, so <laughs> yeah. guys, might as well just back down and surrender. Um, what are some, what are some other things we learned? A couple, a uh, couple other things. I think it's very obvious uh, to know now that oh, Kanchi trying to yeah, it's very obvious they're into Egypt now. I think Ahmed's Wait. coming like next episode. Oh yeah, she has to. She's gonna get released. You know, probably for at least two episodes, she'll be out in the world running around. Yep. Do we think it's going to be just these two? Do we think, like, you know, Big Bad Osiris is going to show up? And, and like Anubis you know, or around? any of the other Egyptian gods? Um, maybe from references? Tra- from that trailer, it looks like there were kind of a... There's a moment where they're, like, talking, and there's a bunch of people in old Egyptian garb who I took as conduits for other Egyptian gods. Mm. I mean, I could be wrong, but it that would be an yeah. I mean, that's just true. See all their avatars instead. They are also in Egypt, so wearing Egyptian garb kind of makes sense for. But it's uh, like ancient Egyptian garb, so like yeah, like, yeah. Maybe the royals stick around with that type of dress. I don't know. I mean, there's you. You very well could be right. There could be avatars for the other gods, and I'd be pumped for that as well. I'd be pumped. Yeah, be sweet. Um. All right. Yeah. Any last thoughts we got on this before we move on to? Is just probably the best Marvel movie ever, uh, according to Noah. Before, before we move to that, is there anything else you want to say about Moon Knight? Uh, stupid excited to keep watching. Uh, loving this Wednesday flow, getting the podcast out the same day. I hope you guys are having a good time. We're just going to keep smashing through Moon Knight, and uh, it's going to be great. 
That's no, I got any say. last notes for Moon Knight? Uh, I, I very much encourage if you haven't started, keep watching, pick up a Moon Knight comic because they're really good. And learn about the uh, DID. It's a very interesting illness that I think a lot of people will need to talk about. All right. Morbius. Um, there's Godfather. There's Godfather Part 2, which you could argue is better. Um, then there's probably like, you know... Citizen Kane. Citizen uh, people seem to like Citizen Kane. The Dark Knight. Uh, probably oh, up there the with Dark Logan Knight. as well. Space Jam uh, 1. Space yeah. Jam 1's a good one. Goodfellas. It's probably right in that same tier, right? No Pursuit of Happiness right. featuring our slap boy, Will Smith. <laughs> in terms of just cinematic marvels, this is probably where Mobius ranks right in that tier one, right? Yeah, pro- I would uh, I would probably say maybe Godfather 2 is in front of it, but it's up there. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, except it was garbage. Yeah, except that, yeah other than it being just... The complete opposite of everything we just said. Okay, now now let me start off by saying, one, is it great? No, it's not great. Is it good? No. Is it okay? Not Not even a little bit. It is okay. It is okay. It is better than Venom. I am going to stick by that. People just like Venom because they know who the fuck, uh, sorry, because they know who the heck Venom is. That is it. Because they well, know who Venom is. That is the only reason people care about it. He does I have the like name that. power. I'll give you that. Um, I don't like I that. I can't say much about the acting, though, because I do love Jared Leto, and I think he did a good job in the movie. Uh, Morbius' name value. I don't think you should have gotten a movie, bro. If you got, like, a whole league of better... I, I agree, but that's that's not what we're here. All right. All right. First all right. of all, spoilers for Morbius. Uh, we did yeah, a spoiler spoilers. review already. This is our spoiler-filled review. Um... We already said we I, we think this movie's bad. Um, I think it, I've said it. There's the tier that's the worst movies of all time, and there's one tier up. This belongs right in that tier. If you want to say Venom belongs in that tier, sure. I don't like Venom. Uh, that wasn't as bored during Venom, but I surely didn't like Venom. Uh, I think it's. I just, just don't understand worst. how this movie felt so rushed, but also long at the same time. It didn't make any sense. The villain yeah. turn happened too early, and it just some parts yeah. dragged. There's yeah, no. the the Matt yeah, Smith you, thing. Yeah, that happened way too early, in my opinion. It happened like literally right after uh, he got his powers. Like the instant he got his powers, be like he immediately goes back. The other guy shows up. He's the bad guy. Great. Uh, but here's here's some things that are okay about it. And no, you can tell me if you think there's more things that are okay about it. Okay. Um, when he gets his powers. This, and when there's a few shots, especially in the first half of the movie, that are cool horror stuff that I didn't yes. expect was going to happen. I like that stuff, right? We, do we, are we in consensus? Oh, definitely cool. Yeah. The, the transformation scene was probably my favorite of the movie. So, But can we also agree, at least this was my experience, that after the halfway point, after like that nurse dies in the hallway, nothing horror cool happens the rest of the movie. Dude, Leto hit Smith with a bat-filled kamiyamiya, and it was wonderful. Yeah, that's, <laughs> see, that's the thing. There's nothing. There's no more horror going on after that scene. So, I, so to me, yeah, I will, if that would have continued, that. if that would have continued through the movie, I would liked it better. I wish it would have. 
But then it became like weird CGI. They became just Superman punching each other, really, is what it came down to. They could fly, they could punch. They could... I they didn't want to watch movie. a vampire face off. That's how I feel about but it. I would if they did vampire stuff that was like scary and evil instead of just like weird flying Superman. It looked like Voldemort is what it looked like. It looked like the way Voldemort gets around. That's kind of how they're, they're they flying looks to me. Did that a lot. Um, Gary Leto's acting, we've already said that was okay. But I think Matt Smith, when it comes to uh, the villains, and I'm going to stop bringing up Venom because it's different. Even though Matt Smith's turn to you guys felt really rushed, once he became the villain, his acting, even when he was his friend, the villain's acting, the, the person who was the villain, I was intrigued by his performance the entire time. Where in Venom and, and in other Marvel, uh, Sony properties, I, I rarely care about the villain. But there was something about Matt Smith's performance that just kept me, like, intrigued. It might not have been, you know, there were times where he was being a little too goofy, but I was still intrigued. I was still entertained to a degree, even if it was goofy. I liked it up until, up until the subway fight scene. Didn't think, after, like, after he, like, officially decided, like, I'm just going to kill all these cops, I don't think he was very interesting after that. I thought him turning on his mentor was, like, the most obvious thing ever. Didn't didn't feel earned. It seemed like again like that could have been a cool little relationship dynamic, but it yeah that relationship it's not like it's felt set flat up for sure. It was like, it's like set up early that. he he was his caretaker. Beyond that, there wasn't much development for him. He showed up a couple times, but never really had a whole lot to chew on. Even though he's a good actor, and then all of a sudden there's you know he turns on his mentor and it's like, come on yeah, he man, showed like he could have showed him like actually. Favoring Morbius, you know, as kids or something. Yeah, because that, that didn't even help. That part, good point. I didn't even think about that. That beginning part was rushed. Yeah, the, the they, they met like the... once, and it was like their relationship. They were best friends for years, but in reality, he was there for like a week. Yeah, I know. No, the, I think there are bits in the movie that uh, that aren't. In in a grading scale, I give it like a, a six point six. Like it's out of forty. <laughs> Out of ten, you no. But here's the thing: what you talked about at the beginning, I stand by, and what it's what makes me like care about the movie is because it seems like at the beginning there was care, there was a distinct way that they wanted to film this, and that's that slight horror that made it interesting. That was the shots of of that were like artistic in a way. They should have done it more. That's my opinion. If this would have like fully leaned into the monster horror of it all, I probably would have loved this movie. Exactly, and that's why I don't think that it should. Because there is a part of it that there is a part of it that you do very much like. It's just yeah, felt. But I have to watch the whole movie. No, that's yeah. I can't I just watch, watch my favorite twenty minutes and say yes, you can. Movie. Who said that? You, what you well, I'm not rating the first 20 minutes to give you that a six. I'm also half. not going to buy this movie. Are you high? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to own every Marvel movie, so I will own it. Yeah, Disney Plus does it for me. Uh, after Phase 2, I stopped with the DVD collection. <laughs> no, no, Other than Spider-Man, because Sony doesn't stream like anywhere. It's a bunch of tools. I think they're eventually going to Netflix. But that's future. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's let's keep let's keep rolling on this train of other things that that I had problems with. You know, and then you tell me if I was wrong. Um, the relationship with the girl, I thought this is one of the so the certain relationships that I thought were good at first and they got worse. This one I thought was boring the whole time. 
Um, I thought it was just a less interesting version of the Doctor Strange one, which is already boring. I didn't think they did it well in Doctor Strange. And they certainly didn't do it well here. I thought this was like an even more lifeless. What kept her around in the first place? Because it's not like Jared Leto was looking smoking or anything. And she's qualified to make a lot more money. Yet she's sticking around with the vampire doctor that's, you know, not the physical epitome that he eventually becomes. So it's like, what were saving the life of children? I'm sorry that you guys believe that looks are the only thing that women get attracted to. But, you know, heart of gold, being a good person, also really attractive. All right, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, if you have the physical capability (laughs) to perform the act of sex after you're attractive, (laughs) would probably, I'm just kidding. Um, I just just think she was uninteresting. I just didn't think she was, I didn't think she was good at all. I didn't think, like, her whole scene when the, the soldiers came in and she was, oh, she seemed like she cared about him, and then she didn't oh, like that. that. The okay. weird way she got knocked out. Where she gets knocked out is stupid. I, yeah, I well, the fact it. that she like got brought to a hospital and put on like a machine breathing for her for like a light graze on the head, like we're going a little overboard here, folks. Yeah, no, there should have been more. I feel like you can tell the parts where you can tell that they wanted to be a lot like darker and gruesome, like when Morbius cut the dude's neck and he starts convulsing. I'm like, there should be a lot of blood here. But there was nothing. He just convulsed, and then he, like, ate PG-13. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you're right. The rating didn't work for this movie, unfortunately. Um, that scene where she's, like, sneaking in the office, and then, you know, what's what's the what's the bad guy's name? Do we even, does anyone know off the top of their head? It's Matt Smith. That's his name. Milo. <laughs> Milo. Which isn't actually Milo. his name, either. He has Lucius. a different name, but he's Lucius. Lucius. When, when he shows up, why would you pay attention to the movie? You know names. When she's like, I did. I just don't remember. It was a week ago, and I yeah, didn't enjoy it. Moon Knight is so much better. Um, but yeah, and she's like, and she comes in the office, and he's already there, and you know, he's she's like, oh, I don't know, and he's he just kind of lets her go. That is like the dumbest trope in superhero movies and action movies. Do it all the time, and the whole like suspense, like, oh, is he gonna find out what she's doing and catch her? And then he just like lets her go. We can't what put that doing? on Morbius, though, for the record. That's just a stupid trope that's yeah, stuck that's around for 30 well, years. They so. shouldn't have put it in this movie because it sucks. <laughs> okay, but okay, I feel like they tried, somehow tried to play it more safe than they should have with this movie. Some yeah. of the plot lines felt very cookie cutter, didn't want to take any big, bold risks. That's why like, I felt watching this whole time like I was watching like an early to mid-2000s action movie. That's very much following a formula, hoping to be the next Die Hard or something along those lines, but not getting up to that measure. Because even if you copy beats, you don't get the same song. So it was not good. Um, oh, I like I like the way that you phrased that, Josh. Like thanks, that. man. I just came up with it. I'm gonna go get it tattooed now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're, like uh, it is like when you think about it in the in the grand scheme of things, it's like the first Ghost Rider movie. And yeah, it, you know that's a good comp because it's not as bad as the second Ghost Rider movie. Yeah, but <laughs> neither is eating dirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like eating dirt good for is you no being fun. better than Ghost Rider Two. Uh, like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not here to. Ghost Rider Two is arguably the worst superhero movie ever made, and I will stick by that till the day I die. Yeah, I Eric, Eric Banner's Hulk. 
I like Eric Benesol. I like Barry. I like, Barry, I like that too. movie more for sure. Nope. <laughs> Don't nope. like it. That and Howard the Duck are definitely. Howard the Duck. I've never watched Howard the Duck. I've never watched Howard the Duck. So that's Good. fair. It's like one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Um, yeah, here we, we said this a little bit about the, the villain turn, but here's the, the problem with the villain turn is that it, it ruins any tension of of Morbius being like an actual bad guy with this disease, right? Like this this idea that he's got this hunger and it's it's gonna cause an issue. That's a very good point. Also, it, the, the tension's that... taken away immediately when we find out oh someone died in the hallway, and then within literally within three minutes we find out oh it was obviously Lucius instead. Like that was lame. Like I wanted this idea of like give a couple nights and random people away. die, and we have to like he has to wonder if it's him killing him for a couple days. I think would have been far more interesting. I found I mean, it odd. Do be- that with him going to jail. Yeah, but that yeah. was for the people on the boat, which we already knew about. Um, All I'm saying is, the nurse. yeah, because that's what I'm saying. But he goes to jail, and then immediately we find out that it wasn't him. Oh, I, I wish okay, he wouldn't I have. I wish he wouldn't have found yeah. out then. I wish like Lucius would have like helped him escape. And been like, oh, it's fine. We'll find a cure or something. And then he escapes, and then a couple more people die, and then we find out. Eh, whatever. It. I didn't like it. It's fine. No, that. I mean, I I get it. Uh, I think if he had a really good lawyer who was blind, who got him yeah. off. I would like that. <laughs> yeah. That would be. Well, yeah, because he would know he's telling the truth. That's that's a fair point. He does <laughs> check the heart rate. Yep, that checks out. <laughs> Let's check out. Daredevil would have helped this movie a lot. Michael <laughs> Keaton couldn't even save this movie, though. So well, that, here's the thing. That ending scene, to me, like, ruined the movie. Like, wa- waiting and watching those two scenes, I was like, this was so dumb. I, I don't know why it was here. don't know if I fully agree. I think that you need to watch it for the future of Marvel movies. Was it to the, like, extent of post-credit scenes in other movies? No. Like, the post-credit scene in Venom, Let There Be Carnage is better. I love that it was it was two post-credit scenes about the same character in the same... Just make it one scene, man! Yeah, you could have done that. Why'd you do two scenes? And why do we need a scene of, like, in reality, it would have been way more intriguing if we got just that first one. The second one where he meets him in the middle of some weird ass, like, highway? Yeah, right. That was it. I don't know, man. I, I do want... I don't know if we want to even focus on these yet, but in that scene, I thought it was cool that his new wings look a lot more like the cool, yeah. vulture wings at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which yeah. I definitely appreciated. So we still we still don't really know what's going on with this whole idea of universes crossing over. And I, are they going to try and make sense of why it works the other way and Keaton popped in over here? Here's, here's the answer. The answer is no, they're not. Um, the only way that we can do it is if with the Madam Web movie. That's the only way we can possibly try. It's never gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this: if you guys check out our Marvel Facebook page group, I posted a meme I think yesterday. It was the scene from Moon Knight where he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna die." No, you're not. Except that it was like Sony saying, "Oh, I'm gonna die," and Marvel going, "No, you're not." Just hey, Coach, control. you want to know the funniest part about that meme is I posted it the day earlier and you didn't notice. <laughs> oh, I didn't. That's so funny. That is funny then. Yeah, but that that meme was very funny. Yeah, uh, but it that's just to me the problem is because Sony does own all the Spider-Man stuff, 
they like technically get to just bring over, you know, Vulture is a Spider-Man person. They can bring him over the universe. Um, and so the rules that Sony is going to have for how the multiverses cross over is not going to be the same rules. That, well, they like, did the, the rip of this movies. guy to replicate the No Way Home thing. Well, so the No Way Home is technically Sony's property as well. Um, but it's just like any explanation you're going to get in Doctor Strange or any of the other movies, Sony is just going to mess it up in their movies. And then we as fans are going to like try to be like, well, it, you know, and they, it happened in this movie, that movie. And it's going to make the Marvel one even more confusing. Do you know what Sony is here? Sony is essentially the leech on your Netflix account, where it's like they're always kind of there. <laughs> they don't pay for them. anything. They just capitalize on the product that the other one puts out. Or but occasionally, they start watching the show that you never thought you would like. And, and they recommend you're... something good. You got me there, <laughs> like, Noah. God dang it. <laughs> Do they, though? Have they recommended anything good to me since, like, the first Spider-Man? With the... They can bite me. Um... Because like, I hate this movie. That was terrible. Uh, this movie that was just, just, just trash. I don't care about the Spider Verse, evil, sinister, the, the no, not evil, all, sinister Spider Verse out of this. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, put up a, put, 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 put hate on Spider Verse. Sin- the Sinister Six, but it's going to be good guys. I don't care about that at all. Oh yeah, why is that happening? Why not, they? Why? Well, what, I figured what, it was going to be like a Suicide Squad type thing, really. You know Even what? That would make more sense. Someone somewhere needs to talk to studios and go, just tell them flat out, you know what you don't need to do? You don't need to take your bad guys and make them like secretly good guys. Just no, make them bad friend. guys. We would watch it. And we would I like would it. Argue, I would argue, I would have a better time watching a movie about the villains and just being villains the whole time and only going off their moral compass. But not that they're good people, but like there's like some hesitation to like murder children. But I don't want them to be good guys. I want them to continue to be evil. Like, let's just, yeah, seriously, just let Morbius continue to, like, he needs to feed. His fake blood didn't work. He needs to feed on people. He's trying to find a disease. But he he believes he's doing more good than bad. So he kind of, like, justifies it. But he's still out there murdering people. That's interesting. Do that movie. Um, You know what I mean? Like, I would watch that. I just wish, but no one ever has. It's turning story. people into antiheroes that aren't antiheroes. Venom is the exception because Venom is an anti-hero, but I don't think there's been a single iteration of Morbius that was truly considered an anti-hero. Actually, there are, there are, there are multiple. The are I you serious? Yeah, he was always the villain. No, 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 no. no. He, he's always at ends with Blade, but even then, him and Blade work together at times. Him and Spider-Man work together at times. Like, he is not always just Oh, well, I'm glad to know that. I guess yeah, I do I my know, research I because that. that's but, ridiculous. But he always is I think even when he's in there, he's still a bad guy. I think more so than, like, Punisher is a bad guy. Uh, well, not bad guy, but he, he still does things that are, like, objective. He eats bad people. Like, he doesn't go out and start drinking that, blood. That's like... a better story, too, and they didn't do that in this movie. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a better didn't. story. Do that story. Uh, Could have had him eat drug dealers or whatever. I mean, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, and, and again, I'm not saying that there's a lot of parts of this movie that I was like, y'all felt flat. The fact that the cop who's chasing down Morbius has a metal arm, and they say nothing. Oh, yeah, Dude, right. honest, they did do that. Didn't yeah. even notice the yeah, metal arm. Also, why was Tyrese Gibson in this movie? <laughs> oh, you can tell that his heart was supposed to be way bigger, and they probably it's all on the floor. Ah, yeah. Did I'm also know? I'm also over the whole regular cop tries to figure out supernatural crimes. I'm over. I'm not, I just wanted yes. to go full. I wanted to go deep. I don't. I hate this. 
like, oh, I, I, they kind of figure stuff out. No, I want him. I want normal man in the belly of the beast. Yeah, but they got to. They said you either have to do it. You have to go full bore. You have to do it full throttle, and it's like it's interesting, and this cop's like actually a badass. Or you have to like just pick some sort of supernatural detective to figure things out. Because this whole thing just makes the cops seem like bumbling bedoofuses. I hate it. Yeah, bedoofuses. It's a word that doesn't I actually do. hated the relationship between the cops too. Like one of it was just overly corny, and like Tyrese Gibson was very much playing the straight man the whole time, and the other guy was making stupid quips, and almost none of them were funny. Yeah, see, that's one guy that I would have immediately. Poor writing. Well, the right, yeah, it's purely the writing, but the comedic cop, I was like, every time he opened his mouth, I was like, please, someone shut kill up. him. Someone kill him. Yeah, honestly, Tyrese Gibson probably could have done it by himself, and I would have liked it more. Yeah. Yeah, we did not need that, and I think that was Sony trying to pretend to be Marvel. They're like, "Oh, Marvel does all those has that quippy best friend," and they tried to put it in the movie, but the writing isn't up to par because they were trying Could've to write a whole different movie. Darcy or Wu, Agent Wu. Yeah, They're trying to do something like that, and it just didn't work. I'm just not interested. I'm I'm going to continue to not be interested in Sony products until they give me a good one. Um, we could argue semantics of if this is, you know one of the worst ones or if it's is it slightly I think the internet debate that I've seen is like it's better than Eternals at least because some people just hated Eternals. I I disagree with totally that. Totally agree. Oh no I, I like Eternals but, so I don't think um, that it's better than Eternals. But I would I mean I'm at ends I hate hate dislike greatly Thor Ragnarok. Would I say that it's better than Thor Ragnarok? No. But would I say that Thor Ragnarok is miles ahead of it? Not at all. Yeah, to me, this is just, I can't, I don't think there's a single thing that has been in the Marvel, the MCU's, I think every MCU movie is better than this. Or superior, it's, I can't, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't even know if there's one that's a push that I would be like, yeah, that one's definitely not as good. I I don't like some MCU movies, but I never disliked one. I, I dislike Thor 2, maybe as much. I might be the only person that really dislikes Thor 2 that much. I mean, I don't like Thor 2 either, but no, I wouldn't. Man, I hate Thor 3. So I know cool. that's such a crazy take. We're gonna have to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, just, but... I love it. I love hot takes, man. Just... Did a whole episode on it one time. We'll we'll have to do it again. Just more, just weird. Yeah, we'll have to, <laughs> next time we got a gap, we'll just update some of our old top ten lists because there's so many new Marvel characters. But so much going on. Um, to be determined. Yeah, I hope that even through this, even if you still hate Morbius, I brought up some good points. That's my only thing. Because you did great. You let me know. Yeah, you let me know that, like, there's 30 minutes of this movie that are worth watching. Oh, I was just going to say that he's an anti-hero in comic books, because I just don't read (laughs) Morbius comics, so consider me cool. Yeah. I just, I I see the hate that's happening on the movie, like, online, and a huge chunk of it, I think, is of people who are just like, who never watched the movie. They're just like, oh, so, yeah, if we dog this Sony movie, Marvel will buy it. I didn't want to dog it. That's the thing. Is I went in with the best intentions that I wanted to enjoy this movie. Yeah, I, I like Carnage more than I thought it was going to I just couldn't do it for me. Yep, I like Carnage more than I thought it was going to. So I was, I was glad to give that one some praises. But, I mean, yeah, I don't like Sony. To be fair, I think I actually was one of those people, Noah, when uh, Fan Force Day came out. And I was just, I didn't even have to watch it. She just knew it was the worst thing that ever existed. I ended up eventually watching it and agreeing with my own take. But, well, uh, it's kind of rude that you had a take before you watched it. It definitely was, yeah. It was, 
So now I have a podcast and I have to watch everything. So I'm never going to wait. I know it's the best. I'm forced <laughs> yeah, to like, actually not go. a good movie, but. Yeah, yeah, like, I, but I'm glad you actually tried to like finally watch it. You I don't know that I am though. No, that's the thing. I'm not sure that I am glad that I watched it because part of me kind of wishes. I'm proud of the you. only ones I ever watched. Were you guys just made the the super powered house of cards thing they tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> just stole all their cast members and stuck them on a movie. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, I obviously I wish just all the Marvel properties were owned by the same entity, but I wish that. Only because I want them to be able to do as many crossovers as they want, We've however they want. Brought up some of the so. advantages just to that because if like they're all owned by Disney, it can only put out so many products in a year, and then your guy doesn't get focused. But is that better than getting a bad product about your guy? Debatable. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that like Disney doesn't own DC. Like, I'm glad. Me too. That. Warner Brothers is but, killing it lately. I don't know if they're killing don't it. Don't at me. Keep that dark label. <laughs> that black Disney label is like being Noah's jam. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Disney, stay away uh, from that. So, good stuff. Uh, this is a fun episode. Uh, we decided to watch the next episode of Moon Knight, and then obviously we've got Doctor Strange coming down the pipe. There's some new posters and stuff revealed. We're going to talk about that next episode because we obviously had two things to talk about this episode. But Yeah, they look cool, but like, it's definitely not a whole episode's worth of content as well. Right, like, no. Yeah, look at this trippy artwork. So we'll talk about Doctor Strange a little bit next week's episode after we review Moon Knight, so just know that it's coming. But today, obviously, we had two things to review, so we did. Like, subscribe, share. Let us know what you guys think of Morbius. You know, if if Noah wants to create a couple of spam accounts and keep posting on our page about how good Morbius actually is, that's hilarious. Do that. Um, if you actually believe Noah and you want to post something good about Morbius, I will not make fun of you. I will not defend you if anyone else makes fun of you, but I will not make fun of you. So, post away. Obviously, like, um, you know, keep giving us ratings. We need those those sweet, sweet five stars. We like you guys sharing, and we keep growing. We're excited to keep growing, and Moon Knight is going to help. Yeah, Doctor Strange is going to help. We're going to well, do a I'm sweet theme week for that again. It's going to be hype. So, thank you guys so much. See you next Wednesday. Um, we'll keep the Wednesday schedule as long as Moon Knight's coming out, and then we'll obviously switch back to Mondays. When there's nothing to review, but chance on missing next week. Well, we shall see. I don't know. Yes, we're on baby watch. So baby watch. Oh, baby watch. I don't have a baby watch. Uh, my baby's already here, so I will be on here next week. Uh, sleep, snow, rain. Now I'm. You're inside, so the weather is kind of relevant to you recording. <laughs> <Yeah. out there. laughs> it's not wrong. All right, see so you guys so much. Try not to have too much fun without us this week. All right. <laughs>